everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of T Watches a Scary Movie. My name is T and of course we're talking scary movies. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode. Remember, new episodes go up every Wednesday night, the audio only version at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Just search Twasm or T Watches a Scary Movie and the video version goes up at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on the YouTube page which is youtube.com slash C slash Theron Reynolds Scary Movie. Easiest way to stay alert for when I'm putting up new reviews, new videos, all new fun stuff that I get out there is to get subscribed to uh, the YouTube page, the audio links, or the link tree, which is linktr.ee slash T Scary Movie. If you subscribe to my link tree, that'll keep you up to date with the YouTube page, with the audio versions, with the written reviews that I do, as well as things like my TikTok where I put out my breaking news whenever I get that for y'all. So get subscribed so you can stay up to date with all the stuff that that's coming and folks a date change might be coming for the show honestly i've been running wednesdays for quite a while at this point now uh and it might be time might be time for a bit of a change honestly right now i am considering dropping new episodes moving forward on fridays keeping our game uh, keeping our watch party still wednesday night but i am considering moving the release date for episodes at least for the summer here to fridays so we'll see we'll see how that goes there haven't decided firmly on that yet but there could be a change coming in the dates that movies are released least uh my reviews for movies are released that is so what are we talking about tonight in reviews i have a uh a review here on a remake of a late 90s horror sci-fi flick from the sci-fi channel y'all might remember back in the day that's right i'm talking the remake of cube tonight that's right that's coming up in movie reviews and before we can get to movie reviews we got a little horror news to talk to all y'all about so first of all it is april 26th that means it is alien day that's right lv4 26 it is alien day and we got a great surprise today because we know that fede alvarez is directing the new alien film which is set to come out hopefully sometime next year all right we don't know an official date as of yet but i think everybody is hoping like kind of for like summer of next year with the film shooting right now but he did release a photo from the set showing a uh, face hugger holding up the, uh, the 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 clapper, the clapboard for the movie itself. And folks, like the backgrounds definitely look like it. Like you can see in this photo here, the uh, the corridor that they're in that looks very alien esque for sure. So I'm excited for this. Uh, it, it, it'll be interesting to finally get a new alien movie after it being a little bit. Because when you really think about it, the last movie we had was covenant and covenant did not come out exactly close to prometheus so we're putting years and years and years in between it and we know that this new film is set to be a standalone tale that uh as far as we know at least right now it's not going to be continuing any of the threads that were set up in prometheus or alien covenant and not really gonna have much to do with our prior four movies alien aliens alien 3 and uh alien resurrection so as far as we know completely standalone tale which is probably good for the series so they can leave all the super heavy deep stuff about androids and life uh being talked about which i love that but i get that it's not as accessible for a lot of just normal movie audiences so let's make this one big then we'll get back to covenant 2 or something that would be super super awesome to get to that but uh happy alien day everybody next uh right now 
right now, y'all might be aware of the fact that CinemaCon is going on here right now. They're debuting a lot of stuff. We're hearing about a lot of uh, big movies that are coming out the rest of this year and early next year, and a lot of people are going to see footage. But they released the uh, the 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 first you know the first image here from Saw. 10 saw x which comes out later this year on october 27th in theaters and folks tobin bell is back now we know because uh, uh kevin grudert who directed saw 6 which absolutely love uh, uh the best in the series or at least the second best in the series for sure uh and also did saw seven the final chapter uh is back behind directing duties this time around and we know for a fact at least that tobin bell is in the film so it's probably going to take the same route that saw four five and six I guess and seven saw four through seven basically all did to where we're going back in time to tell a little bit more about jigsaw and assuming assuming this trap takes place in the past we don't know there's been no mention of chris rock returning from spiral which absolutely love spiral but i don't know if we're going to get a follow-up to that anytime soon and there's been no mention of any of the other characters who are still out there in the saw universe uh on from either saw the final chapter or from jigsaw we basically have three entire plot threads that you could follow in the saw franchise right uh, at the moment because saw seven ended it very much with dr gordon being alive and trapping uh detective hoffman back in the original bathroom from the original film and jigsaw very much ended with another brand new jigsaw apprentice going to work for him and putting his plans into motion and spiral ended with chris rock's character living but after finding out who is now taking the mantle of jigsaw up being left with the knowledge of uh of putting that information out there of who this new person is that could also put himself in danger as well so a few different ways that the saw story could definitely go i'm very intrigued to see it love the saw series good or bad hell of a lot of fun watching these movies just gotta wait a few more months folks and we're going back into the world of jigsaw so that is it for horror news tonight some exciting stuff coming up for sure but when i'm back folks gonna be talking cube don't go anywhere hey everybody looking for a great way to stay up to date on horror news as well as read the best of articles on anything scary out in the world right now then you need to head over to the fangoria shop and get yourself a subscription if you go to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDW, you can use my own personalized 20% discount to save 20% off on Fangoria Magazine subscriptions, as well as 20% off any other items in their fantastic shop. This is a great deal. If you've ever been wanting to get yourself a subscription, now is the time to do so. Head to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDW. All right, so... Welcome back, folks, to T-Watch is a Scary Movie. And here at Movie Reviews, we are talking the remake of the 1997 sci-fi classic, Cube. Now, I wonder if you were a big sci-fi channel fan back in the, in the late 90s, because if you were like I was, that was the time to be a fan of the sci-fi channel. Between their original movies, between the TV shows they had, they just had a great lineup on the sci-fi channel back in the day that was hard to not tune in. And one thing that you might remember seeing quite a lot on the sci-fi channel in the late 90s and the early 2000s was constant repeated viewings of Cube. Now, 
you might remember here, because this was a precursor to Saw in a lot of ways, which is funny that I talked a little bit about Saw X tonight, but Cube told the story of a group of people who are placed inside some kind of futuristic-like prison structure where every room they entered could potentially uh, contain some kind of deadly trap that would kill all of them. Now, we don't know that much about the facility and the structure itself, but this movie brought to us just a group of random individuals placed in it that were trying their best to stay alive. Now, the franchise did have two more films. It had a sequel and it had a prequel as well that were released in the seven years or so since the original movie came out back in 97. And recognition of this series has definitely died down because sci-fi has changed a lot of its programming up it doesn't show a lot of its once original films or even original series so cube doesn't get as much replay as it used to back you know a couple decades ago but again you might remember they used to replay it all the time it was such a big thing and the fact that it's been almost 30 years since the original movie came out makes it all the more interesting that we were chosen to get a new adaptation of it rather than another sequel. And I say that because I, I don't have an issue with remakes. I have no issues with remakes, especially in horror, because that's just the way that horror works, that this more so than any other, uh, any other genre, we're going to remake those films every couple decades or so. But the Cube franchise has always been set up in an interesting way to where the stories never step on each other's toes. Like, yeah, they did a sequel and a prequel, but nothing they did in those films was going to hurt anything about the original movie. Like, it, it is very much like Saw or even like an escape room to where you can make a million of these movies with completely different casts and they don't really have to have that much to do with each other. I enjoy the franchise I, I really really do but it's not one that I found myself revisiting all that much which furthers the point that it makes a remake a bit on the pointless side because the 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 lore of the films that we've established in the the first three movies that came out back in the early 2000s I guess late 90s, 90s through early 2000s, um, it was really focused more so on just people getting placed in these traps, and that was it. There wasn't really much else. We saw a bit of this shadowy organization who was behind it all, but we didn't really get much of insight. We didn't get much in the way of answers with this at all. So a remake just seems a little, a, a little bit more pointless when you think about the way the stories are set up and that they didn't really have to do anything over the top here with it. Like they don't need to do a reboot, like tell the exact story, but just say it's set in the exact same facility, or maybe it's a different facility that's been created the exact same way. Uh, these stories aren't really particularly deep. You can just literally take a group of people and throw them in. And it, it's that reason why Koji Tokyo and Yoshiko uh, Shimizu's remake, it doesn't fall flat, but you can't help but think by the time it's over, like you're still thinking why. Because you want some reasoning for why this exists by the time the movie is over, and you don't really get that. Um, a group of people awaken and find themselves trapped in a structure where any room could kill them at a moment's notice. And they have no information, they have no supplies, and they only have each other to rely on. Can these survivors find a way to freedom? And if you're familiar with any of those previous films, then all of this sounds familiar and what you're likely going to expect from the franchise as a whole. But 
For brand new fans who are watching this as like their first entry into the series, this is really, really going to seem reminiscent of other films like the Escape Room franchise or The Platform, which was on Netflix just a few years ago, or even Circle, or like I've mentioned, Saw. There's a lot of familiarity with all those other franchises that are out there with what Cube does too. It seems very, very familiar, like a very close cousin, honestly. And the issue is, is that it falters in comparison to those other films because we're we're trying to build connection to the characters that we're following. Uh, we know there's a good chance that a lot of these characters are going to end up getting brutally killed in a number of different ways. Like that's for certain. But having a good investment in these characters uh, makes it hurt more and it makes us care more when they all die. We have such a bigger investment in them if we get to know these characters a little bit more. And Cube doesn't exactly hit the mark when it comes to this. Uh, it, instead, it relies a lot on the feelings that we might have towards very like tired character tropes that happen in horror a lot when you're trying to evoke like sympathy, uh, sympathy or trying to get that emotion from your audience. Things like having children and older folks and like these very extreme circumstances very much worries a lot of people who watch these films because they're like, well, in most horror films, these people aren't the ones who are targeted they're not the ones getting attacked so when they get brought in as victims we care just a little bit more about it and it's not exactly successful in this especially when again you look back at the original film and see how they handled this kind of thing there it worked way more efficiently in the original film because even with some of these tropes one of these characters ended up becoming kind of like an antagonist for the rest of the people going around in this facility and it gave all of us fusers kind of an easy outlet to direct our anger towards. Like anytime something went went wrong, anytime somebody got killed or maimed or hurt, and it's like, well, we can't be mad at the traps themselves, obviously. We want to channel that into somebody. And we had an antagonist in the original film. But our film doesn't feature anything really, really as overt as what was happening in that original movie. And while there is a character featured who becomes an antagonist of sorts. The problem is it because it comes so later in the film and they have a really good reason for becoming this antagonist that it's hard to really be against like what they're doing. Like they're crazy. Don't get me wrong. They're absolutely crazy for sure. But it's hard to look at that person and be like, well, this is absolutely your fault given what's happening to them throughout the course of this film and the way that this, uh, this character is being treated. Um, and, uh, like, cause you would compare this character, like Quentin is the name of the character in the original film. And they're just very, very different, which on one hand is a good thing. So we're not just seeing a carbon, co uh, carbon copy remake, but on the other hand, it might've been better to have this character be portrayed just a little bit closer to the way Quentin was in this film. Cause it make it a little bit easier to hate this person that's doing these things. Now, our lead character this time around, Goto, who's played by Masuko Suda, who uh, was in Common Rider, is they they give this they, they give Goto a tragic backstory, and uh, they definitely give give the character an opportunity to rectify what these, this bad thing that has happened in their past for sure. Uh, but this also gives them a little bit more conviction as well. I mean, 
the original character that it's based on, Worth, who's played by David Hewlett, who you might know from Stargate Atlantis, also a sci-fi channel show. Uh, in the original film, the character Worth had helped design parts of the cube that they were in. And so there was a lot of remorse and regret for having played a role in this. And so that really guided a lot of the choices that Worth was making, is that Worth was trying to kind of make up for the mistakes that he had made in the past. And Goto, Goto's kind of doing the same thing, but Goto's like Goto's uh, motivations behind it are more um, not philosophical and not even financial. I don't I don't know what the words would be honestly. Like it, it's it's more uh, uh, altruistic maybe because it, it, it's about getting a chance to save all these people when there was somebody he could have saved in his past and made a, a slight mistake that caused the death of this person. So. Goto gets a chance to redeem himself for sure, but given how the story doesn't really follow the events of the original verbatim, it, it his story is left a little bit hollow by the time that it's done. Um, again, Worf's story had to come to some, some kind of natural conclusion with the way he was moving and doing things throughout the story, but it just doesn't really make sense here with Goto because it seems like there should be something a little bit more direct that he's having to do to kind of make up for these mistakes that have happened in the past because he gets his redemption earlier than you would think in the story. Now, Cube certainly is bloody. It's violent. Most of the traps involve being cut, being stabbed, poked, having things ripped away from the prisoners. But the prison adapts and it evolves. And it's fun seeing the different ways that it continues to punish everybody throughout the story. Because no matter how good and or how evil or how mean or how nice you're being, the story really finds a way to punish everybody who's falling within these traps. And I haven't watched the original, like the original movies lately, but I feel that some of the traps that were featured in this one were some that were featured in the sequel and the prequel as well. If you watch this, let me know, because I'm gonna go back and watch the other films this week, so I'm gonna see for myself, but if you have watched it, let me know, because I'm very curious whether they took some of the traps from the other films and put it in to kind of give us like a best of presentation of the trap rooms from the series itself. But uh, it, it's kind of funny because whoever designed this present, man, they need to be working with John Kramer because those two, they could talk, they could share some ideas, and they should absolutely be featured in Saw 10. They won't, they won't, but they should be featured in Saw 10 with the kind of mindset that they have. Now, I'd imagine Cube is here to start as a franchise starter. The end leaves it very, very open for an infinite amount of sequels. And even though that I don't feel that the film necessarily needs to exist, I enjoyed it watching it from room to room and wouldn't mind seeing another story set in it, honestly. I think my issue is, is that I would just like it to be acknowledged that it's the same world. We don't need a reboot. We don't need a remake or anything. There's nothing at all that says you can't tie it to the original series, but... Who knows? Hopefully we're going to get a sequel, but Cube is available to rent on streaming platforms now, folks. Check it out. And that's going to do it for me tonight. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode. Make sure to be back here next week. I got all new movies to talk to you with y'all. My name is T. We've been talking scary movies. Stay scared. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode, movie review, game review, whatever it is now at this point. Don't forget, you want to get subscribed to my official channel so you can stay up to date for when I'm dropping new episodes, reviews, news, whatever it is. The best way to do that is get subscribed to my link tree. That's going to be linktr.com 
dot ee slash t scary movie again link tr.ee slash t scary movie that'll keep you up to date with new videos podcast links for the audio only version as well as my letterbox where you can find written reviews get subscribed and don't forget keep watching scary movies folks stay scared